The idea for today's episode came to me while I was chatting with someone about an experience I had with a consultant. I realized I was at the wrong phase in my business for what they offered. And you know what? They didn't know that either. So here we are, you benefiting from my mistakes yet again, you freeloader. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I had an epiphany and came up with the five phases of growth for consulting, coaching, and service businesses. So let's do this. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Hey, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is that you are. And I'm really excited about this. This was something, this topic, today's topic for our Marketing Mondays. And I'm excited about today's topic because it actually came out of uh, a mistake, mistake, lesson learned, right, that I made. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo and host of the Defiant Business Podcast. And I appreciate you joining me here today. So, Today, we are going to talk about the five growth phases of consulting, coaching, and service businesses. Now, where did this come from? As many of my ideas do, it kind of came to me after it kind of, it just hit me in the side of the face, just hit me right in the side of the face as in, hey, this is a big thing. This is something that you should know. This is the big breakthrough that I was referring to on Facebook over the weekend. I had gone rock climbing, first time ever, indoor rock climbing. And less than an hour later after I got home, I had a breakthrough about my client or about my ideal client. And I was messaging somebody about a mistake that I made. And so the mistake that I'm referring to, I I paid a consultant for some consulting, but it turns out what it is that they do I don't think it's for a business at my phase. And I was like, okay, if I'm at this phase and I've been at these other phases, oh, okay, the business phase is important because what it is that we offer actually applies to a person at a particular point in their growth, applies to a business at a particular point in their growth. And if you are bringing in people into your, you know, offering your services to people, bringing in people for coaching, bringing them in for consulting, and they're in the wrong phase, They're out of alignment with what it is that you're offering. And I have been sold things so many times and I just wasn't in the right phase. It wasn't that the program or the service itself wasn't valuable. I wasn't in the right phase. And the person was selling to me. I don't even think it was malicious most of the time. (laughs) I don't even think it was malicious. I think often it was that they were not tracking what phase I was in. They just say, oh, what's your revenue? But my revenue and my phase did not always line up. And so I ended up buying things, purchasing services, or getting into coaching programs that I didn't actually need at that time. It wasn't right for me. So let's go ahead and talk about these. I'm pretty sure you're going to love these phase names. I left them basically how I brainstormed them because they were funny. I'm going to be honest. They were funny and I like it. I like it when I laugh. I like it when other people laugh. I can't even lie. So first phase, (laughs) first stage, I'm grabbing my ass and I'm diving in. 
that's the stage. That's the stage where you're like, oh, I'm quitting my job or I'm going to do this part time and then I'm going to quit my job. But I'm just I'm just diving in. I am here for it and all of it. And I'm so motivated. I'm hashtag entrepreneur and all of that stuff. Right. So at this stage, you're probably going to do anything and everything if it loosely relates to what it is that you say you do. And maybe even if it doesn't. So example of this, I had a client for content creation because remember, I got started as a content creator and I had a client for content creation and I uploaded all the stuff and I, I learned SEO. So I was doing SEO like in terms of the on-page SEO for the content. And then this client needed an assistant to manage their inbox. And they asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And I was doing it. And it was exciting because I was making more money. And I was like, woo make up more money. And, you know, I was helping this client. I really like the client. But, oh my God, managing somebody else's inbox, it is not for me. It is not for me. It was excruciating after a while. Though Even the money itself was not worth it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can't do this anymore. But I have done all types of things as it relates to marketing. I have even helped my clients with with ad copy, right? I've helped clients with sales pages. I've helped clients with email and you know, I do social media, like we do social media creation, marketing strategy, branding, like I have done so many things and there are certain things that we just don't do anymore or at least that we just don't openly market to everyone. So I've even, you know, Defy the Status Quo has even made uh, animated videos. Animated videos, we've added animations to videos and, and all types of other things. And some of these things we still do for clients, but they're not openly marketed. And I used to openly market them. But it turns out I like doing those services best when it's more attached on. But anyway, that's just kind of an example of how you go through and you just explore and you're just learning all the things. And you're just willing to do all the things because you're like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur, but it's actually diluting. It's diluting your message. So that's the first phase. I'm grabbing my ass and I'm diving in. And basically I'm going to do whatever it is that I can do. And you're kind of like an entrepreneurial chicken running around with a tent cut off. Like, let's be honest, because you're doing all the things right next stage. Why the hell am I even doing this stage? But why the hell am I even doing this stage? So this stage is interesting because you'll notice that your work might not be as satisfying as it used to be. And this is where you tend to develop burnout or apathy. You're like, literally, I don't give a fuck. I said it. Yeah, I said it. I don't give a fuck about this. I'm going to go watch Netflix. You're supposed to be working right now. I'm watching Netflix right now. That's what I'm doing right? So you you almost develop an apathy and you almost like you self-sabotage, right? Because maybe then like things start going in late. And at this phase, you may still be making money. That's the trick. You may still be making money. So by the revenue number, you're like, everybody's like, oh yeah, you're doing so good. You're doing so good. Oh, you've hit 10K months or whatever it is that you're doing. And you're doing so good. It's so good. Right? But you're like, no, no, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. And so you know, you may still be making money, but maybe you'll experience revenue dips. Maybe you'll fire clients. Maybe you'll, you'll, you know, clients will fire you because you're just like, I, I don't care. Like, why am I even doing this? Like, I, I'm struggling. I'm working too much. My life does not fit the vision that I had for it. Why am I even doing this? Is what I'm doing even matter? It doesn't matter. And so at this point, you're seeking purpose in your business. You don't know it yet because you're like, why the hell am I even doing this? But that's what that question means is you're seeking purpose. 
in your business. And that's the second phase. And one of the other signs, one of my more external signs is your marketing is in and out. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I feel good and I'm marketing now. And and then I don't feel good next week, right? I don't feel good. I'm feeling apathetic. You know, screw you marketing. I'm not doing it. And so this is the thing here is you're searching for that purpose, which means you do not have that underlying deep motivation to continue hitting you know, to continue grinding and to continue getting out there and and making your dream part of reality. Now, these these aren't all like you have to have all of them to be at this particular phase, right? It's just that these are some of the things that I have observed. These are some of the things that I've experienced. And so third phase, y'all are going to like this one. Let's play mad scientist and experiment stage. That's what this stage is all about, okay? So you are now embracing your journey. You're open to receiving. You've got an idea of what your purpose is. And and when I say you're open to receiving and you're embracing the journey, you understand, in fact, that it is a journey. It is not, it's, it's like, we all make fun of that meme. If I had thought of it, I'd put it up on the screen. But we've all thought of that meme where, you know, it shows what everybody thinks entrepreneurs like, entrepreneurship is like, and it shows a straight line in terms of making money and growth and stuff. But then what it actually looks like is this like child's art project with all the squiggly lines and then the arrow points. That's what has happened. In the first two phases, you're like, I really thought it was gonna be mostly a straight arrow. Even though we told you it wasn't gonna be, you really thought that it was. And by phase three, stage three, the let's play mad scientist and experiment stage, you actually have embraced the fact that you are going to take some detours. You're going to look like you're going completely off the map sometimes, but it's mostly trending upward and you're embracing that. So you're still going to experience some disappointments, but you're going to rebound quickly. Your resilience has started to build. So if you've never felt this, then you haven't reached stage three. And there are some people who make a lot of money, but get stuck at stage two. They are so unhappy with their lives and they're unhappy with their businesses, but they're making money. And that's that's the whole thing, right? Like money can't buy happiness. It sure does help. But if you are not happy, if you are not working in your purpose, if you are not in alignment, It's not really going to matter how much money I throw at you because you're still not going to be happy, at least not with doing that, right? So at this stage, you're probably testing a lot of different offers. You know, you're testing different offers and experimenting and you're talking to your ideal client audience more because you've identified them better. You're getting to know them. You might be in like the dating phase of your ideal client audience where you really are trying to get to know them and understanding what it is that they need. And you're developing your mindset of curiosity. And this will be something you'll carry with you throughout the other, other phases, other stages. And it's going to be wonderful for you right? And then finally, your brand core is developing by stage three. So that's stage three. Let's play mad scientist and let's experiment. And like I said, your brand core is developing. Once you've, once you've gotten over the, why am I even doing this? And that's stage two. And you realize that you're actually seeking purpose, then you actually find it. And you, and I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but you will get inklings and breadcrumbs and realize that you're walking in the right direction. Maybe you're running in the right direction. And that's when you enter stage three. You embrace it. It's a journey. You develop your mindset of curiosity and you carry it with you through the other phases. Phase four is, all right, all right, this is working. This feels good. Let's scale. That's what this stage is. It's in that exact tone, right? You're like, okay, all right, okay, I got this. And this is a let's scale. And so what that looks like is you have an offer that works, meaning people keep buying it, right? So I'm not talking like, oh, like some some coaching companies and, and coaches or consultants will say, you know, if you've got like five people that have bought your offer, then yeah, you're good. Like, and we could scale now because you've had like five people buy your offer. 
No. Five is not good enough. Like, you could spit and accidentally hit five people. Like, that's not good enough. That doesn't show that your process works, right? Five people is not enough. It's not enough, right? Like, you're probably still in the experimenting stage. Five people is not enough. I'm not saying you can't sell anything. And I'm not saying you're not going to build out some elements of like scalability, like some automations or whatever. But five is still not enough for you to be like, woo, let's do it. Unless you've got some other like type of extenuating circumstances, like you've built businesses before. Uh, you've built this exact type of business, but in a different industry or whatever. All right. So I'm assuming this is probably your first business in this industry when I'm talking about these phases. So just keep in mind, it's not everybody is covered by all of these things. It's meant to be more of an interpretive lens. Right. And you still got to interpret all of the information that's coming at you. So people keep buying it. So you have an offer that works, but you're refining it and it's easier to systematize. And so people are able to go through it and get results, great results on a consistent basis. And I'm not talking about a 10%, 15% success rate. I'm talking about consistent success here. That's how you know you have an offer that works. You have an ethical offer that works. Not that you, that you have a marketing process that works and you can shove people in your pipeline and actually get them to take out their credit card only for you to disappoint them later, right? Like that sounds like a horrible date. So you may be experimenting, you may begin experimenting with ads and, and refining this and generating more leads, but you probably don't have a huge ad budget at this stage because you're still got some of that experimentation, but you also may be hiring more specialized support because you're making more revenue likely at this phase. You are hiring more specialized support and your brand core is solid. You're very certain about your vision, your mission and your how, how you're accomplishing these things. You're very certain about your purpose. You feel incredibly anchored in your why and your work does not burn you out. You've structured, ideally you've structured a, a life and a business that allows you to have the best of both. Right, so that's the this is working. Let's scale stage. All right, this is working. All right, so finally, we've got the to the moon, to the moon stage. And so I picked this up off of Reddit when they were talking about uh, Dogecoin and like the AMC, the the meme stocks, AMC, GameStop, and all that. To the moon, right? So at this point, you've really nailed your offer. Like you've really nailed your offer, and you may actually be expanding and adding more ways to work with people. You've got your team. You're like, this team is amazing. We flow together so well because there's nothing worse than scaling, trying to go to the moon with a team that does not, like you don't feel the vibe, you know, you don't feel the connections. Like if your connections could be visualized, they would be like golden energy connecting all of you together. That's a wonderful team. So you've got systemic lead generation. So you've, you've got your ad process down, but you've also got consistent relationship generation. So you're creating and engaging in opportunities to develop relationships that will help you grow your business. And that's not just clients, but that's also partners that could be mentors, all sorts of things, right? And so your brand core at this point is internalized by your team, which is representative of those imaginary golden links, helping all of you connect and do better. That's the to the moon phase. Like you're making lots of money. You have tons of happy clients, not just again, not just the 10 or 15%. It's a great number of clients, people who keep coming back to you. They want to, but oh, you got a new program buying it. Like say less, say less. I'm buying it. Right. And that's the type of uh, customer base. Again, that's where you get to that delight phase. That's what you want them to have. That's what you want them to have. So those are the five growth phases that 
I brainstormed on of consulting, coaching, and service businesses. The big thing here, right, is I'm also speaking from an ethical business standpoint. So these phases aren't going to line up if you are engaging in unethical processes. Like you may be scaling already, but the reason that you're in you know, what, what your revenue and maybe your business structure lines up with phase four. The reason why is because you didn't experiment with your offer to make sure that you created an offer that was great for people. You got really good at marketing and manipulation instead, and you have a high pressure sales approach. And that's why you're making so much money. So you're not actually at phase four as this, as I've designed it, how I've created it in my mind. This interpretive lens is meant for ethical service businesses, ethical coaches, ethical consultants. That's who this is for. So if that's not you, then this ain't for you. And I'm not talking to you. You, I'm sorry you wasted your time. You shouldn't have watched this because you're not ethical, right? And so if that's your approach, then this these phases aren't for you. But real quick, phase one, I'm grabbing my ass and diving in. Stage two, why the hell am I even doing this? Stage three, let's play mad scientist and experiment. Stage four, this is working. Let's scale. And then stage five, to the moon. Right, I have to get away from my mic so I don't <laughs> blow out my, blow out anybody's ears there. So those are the five stages. And I think the reason why this is important is because I work with people at various stages right? I work with, so I'm just using myself as an example so you can kind of see where I'm coming from. I work with people at various stages, but I actually don't work with people who are at the, I'm grabbing my ass and diving in stage because they've got the hodgepodge brand. It's a hodgepodge brand. Like they're just like, brand, I got a logo and colors. I'm good. Right? So I don't even work with them because they don't even know that they need me yet. Right. But the people I do work with, like the Y workshop seems to attract these type of people. The beta program I'm doing right now, the brand core boot camp seems to attract these type of people. It's the people who are in between. They're graduating from the why the hell am I even doing this stage? And they've they're graduating to the let's play mad scientists and experiment stage. And so that's where they're at. And so that's where I'm helping them uh, with with this type of work. Right. But my supernova brand program is perfect. For people who are somewhere between the this is working, let's scale stage and the to the moon stage. So my supernova brand program is perfect for people at the four to five stage. But my Y workshop and my brand core boot camp, which you'll hear more about as we get through it, but that we're starting week two. That's for the people who are between the why the hell am I even doing this and the let's play mad scientist and experiment stage. So I wanted to kind of give you that lens to look at it through because I think it's important. We have to consider, and it's not just revenue numbers. It's not just revenue numbers. We actually have to consider the stage of growth that our clients are at so we can give them the best offer that we can, right? It makes your marketing better. It makes your sales more ethical. Your business operations are going to run smoother because people are going into the programs and getting the services that they actually need to support them at the stage that they are at. So I would love to hear your feedback on this. Drop me any comments wherever it is that you're listening to this or you know, even shoot me a DM if you're not able to send me any of your comments or questions now. But I'd love to check out your feedback and thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Defy the Status Quo Biz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.